Welcome back to another holiday edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We could say it's a Christmas edition hmm. if you don't Merry celebrate Christmas. Christmas. And it's just a holiday edition, but you're listening to us right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm joined in the studio for the third week in a row by Tammy Slay of Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas. Tammy is my girlfriend. She is also a real estate broker of Hip Realty Group in Frisco, Texas, just north of downtown Dallas. And so I love having good real estate conversations with you. Tammy, before we forget, this segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. He makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they can make the best decisions along the way. 678-226-7887-678-226-7887 is the number to reach him. We talked in the last segment, Tammy, about what if you're not getting adequate showings and what if you're not getting any offers? And we said four, four things. I said four things to consider. You said, I'm going to add a fifth. So we came up with, you got to consider the location and how does that affect pricing? You got to make sure that the condition matches the price or more importantly, yeah. the, the price is right for the condition. Cause you can sell a house. People say, well, it's not the price. And like, well, you can sell any house today. <laughs> if you get the price right, you can sell oh, it yeah. today. And if it's not selling, there's something generally the condition doesn't match the price or price doesn't match the condition. The next one is the marketing for the home. I wanted to take availability of the home, put it as a subset of marketing. You said, nope, availability is something very different. And I agree with that. And then the last piece of the puzzle is what did I forget? You forgot pricing. Again. Pricing. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Location, condition, pricing, marketing, and availability of the home. Thank you for pointing out that I forgot it once again. <laughs> um, in this segment, we are talking about something that has to do with condition, and that is how do you know what upgrades are right for you to make if you're living? Let's just say that someone is living in a home today. They plan to be there for another two years. Three years. Let's say three years, okay? So they want to make some upgrades to the home because there's things they don't like about the home. They'd like to make a few upgrades. And it's possible that they could spend money, time, and effort doing something that would make the home harder to sell. Oh, Think yes. about that. And so how does someone make the right decision on upgrades? Let's just talk about paint colors for a second. Like, I like, this is not true, I like mauve. And I want a mauve-colored family room. And I'm just saying mauve because I sound, I feel so classy saying the word mauve. <laughs> um, like, if you do that, if you paint a family room a color that does not fit into the color palette of today, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Because when somebody walks through the family room and they see the color of the wall, they spend their time thinking about, i got to paint that wall, not when well, my couch fit there, my kids fit there. Not my kids. My <laughs> my kids. <laughs> my kid, well, I was thinking of their stockings, but my yes. kids' stockings, would they fit there? And so... How how should people make the best decisions about what upgrades they want to make to their house? Uh, so, and I know this is going to sound like a shameless plug. Um, it's really not. It's actually just something I truly believe in. And that is to reach out to two people. Mm. One is your real estate agent. Okay. Because you may not be selling in 10 years, but what if you do? And so if you want And to, even if you're going to sell in 10 years, you probably won't have redone it again by then. So you need won't. to make sure that you make the right decisions. Um, so reaching out to a real estate agent that will guide you on what is actually going to return in value. Yep. 
what's just going to be something to set you apart, maybe be a decision maker, mm -hmm. um, but also reaching out to a really good interior designer mm -hmm. and, and allow that interior designer to talk to you about color trends. And, and how they come and go, but which ones are classic? And, and would you say that's? Would you say, hey, best advice? Talk to your agent and say, hey, I'm going to make these changes, and I really want to make sure that they appeal to the largest buyer group uh -huh. when I sell. And the same thing to the interior decorator because yeah. interior decorators are totally happy to customize stuff and customize it to the point you love it. Nobody else really likes it. Oh yeah. So I went into a home. Um, before recently and every single wall in the house was a very warm earth tone color i couldn't get over it because to me that's just screamed 2004 2005 2008 just scream that it doesn't look like 2022 or 2023 so even things as little as colors can have a big big difference if you went on a showing <laughs> and you just stayed in the kitchen what would be something that a house would need to have to get your attention? Appliances. Yeah, but what kind of appliances? <laughs> oh, upgraded appliances. Okay, so like what? Um, double oven. So a double oven, okay. a six-range gas burner, okay. um, cooktop. Like a little, of a, uh, like a little larger than normal. A little so, larger okay, okay, than normal. Okay. Something sub-zero Viking. Ooh, Those would really stand ooh. with the big knobs. You know that when you turn yeah. the gas, it's a oh, big knob. So on the end <laughs> it's of the all about counter. experience for you. It is. Yeah. But it's also, um, they're substantial. Yeah. So when, when I see them, the substantialness of those appliances, uh -huh. those stand out more to me than the color of the cabinets. Yeah. I can change the color of the cabinets yeah. easier than I can the substantialness and the, the newness and the beauty of the appliances. So for me, I would be looking for a ginormous island. Oh, now, you know why, because yes, I've got a big, got a big, big island. island. That actually was a fluke. We hired a designer, and um, we gave instructions on how we wanted that kitchen to be redesigned. And uh, after she presented the design that we had asked for, she says, hey, would you be willing to look at one more thing? And Tammy, she she recommended blowing out a wall and putting this, this uh, kitchen island in there, I think, I could lay down on it, and there mm -hmm. still would be three or four feet left over, you know, between my head and the end. And so, and I'm not saying that, by the way, you have to, to create it that way, but you have to do something that will appeal just to me. But what I'm saying is if you want somebody to want to buy your home, you've got to make sure that it appeals to them in the biggest way. What are some mistakes you see people make? Um, I see people... Um, if we're, if we're going to talk about value, people assuming that by doing certain upgrades, there's actually going to be a return of value mm -hmm. in selling that home. So I've seen people say, well, I want to get the most value, so I'm going to put all new windows in. I'm not so sure that they even get a dollar back for every dollar they spend when it comes to new windows. I'm not poo-pooing the idea of putting in new windows. I think it's a great thing to do, but I'm not sure that's the quickest way to up resale value. What's your thoughts on that? I don't think, I mean, an appraiser is going to go, is there a window? Is there a window? Mm -hmm. You know, like double pane like or single like, pane. Yeah. But, um, and I've seen them do it with granite on countertops, mm. you know, an appraiser is going to go, do you have granite? Does this house have granite? And does the subject house have granite? They both do, but one granite could be 
one could cost a hundred dollars a square foot, and the right. other costs twenty dollars a right. square foot. But they're yeah. the same value. Same value. Wow. Um, so that's that's the mistake I see people make is that they assume that upgrading a certain thing is actually going to come back in full value. Yep. Um, and typically value comes back by adding square footage, mostly. That, that is that is a big, big, big driver. So I think keep with current trends. Mm-hmm. I would say flooring upgrades are almost always a good thing to do. I would say kitchen and master bath upgrades yes. are good, provided you don't make everything too unique. You don't mm-hmm. make it too customized for yourself. Before we finish up this segment, I want to mention this segment show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. There are a full-service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and contract review and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. One more time, that's 770-497-1880. Joe O'Kelly and Deidre Sorahan are two of my favorites. In fact, if I... I close all my transactions with O'Kelly and Sorahan. I've closed one with another attorney because I bought something from an estate and I needed to close with a specific attorney and it was a miserable experience. Mm. O'Kelly and Sorahan gives amazing service. So how does someone um, make sure, Tammy, that they're spending money? And let's just say, for example, that you want to make sure you're spending money where you spend a dollar on your house, you can get $3 back. We've been talking about this for most of the entire segment is how do they know what upgrades to make what are worthwhile upgrades oh, well the shameless plug is talk to a really good <laughs> i mean but not even a real estate agent you can talk to so, a good appraiser so would you recommend they talk to cleve gaddis i would recommend they talk to cleveland and if they gaddis. if they wanted to get in touch with cleveland gaddis they could go to gogaddisradio.com or they could dial 770-497-0000 and if you're listening and you think man i don't know if i want to waste his time that's not a waste of time no. it is what i enjoy most and I have seen just about every mistake you could possibly make. And so sometimes it's easier for me to go, hey, look, you can do whatever you want to. But I wouldn't do that because here's what's happened. Here's what happens when you do that. Um, spending money in a garage, is that worthwhile? Um, to get $3 back, do you mean? Or uh, just to make a good it, return? It depends yeah. on what the condition the garage is in. Okay, if you okay, okay, ha- thank don't you. have a garage door opener. That's a problem. Putting a garage door opener yeah. in yeah. is absolutely if, if something. The, if the rest of your house is fixed up really nicely and somebody goes into your garage and it looks like you didn't even realize you had a garage, so you left it the same way for 30 years, that could be a problem. So painting the walls, maybe doing an epoxy coating on the floor, making sure you have plenty of lighting. In a lot of cases, garages don't have adequate lighting and certainly anything you can do to freshen up the front of your house Mm -hmm. you know to clean up the trim and new color front door and cut the shrubs down and things like that so when you are um, trying to make decisions on upgrading your house and remodeling your house Tammy's advice is speak to a real estate agent and speak to either an appraiser or uh, a a um, interior, interior design. designer and make sure you're covering all of your bases. Tammy, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Sweet Bottom Plantation in Duluth, right around the corner from where we are right now, Tammy. And we're going to talk about the difference in must haves for home buyers versus nice to have. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 